So welcome back to the Imperfect Queer Boss podcast. And today we have a special guest with us. Please welcome Kira Adams, queer dating relationship coach is here today with us. Hello, Kira. Hello, hello. How are you? Hello, everybody. I'm good. I'm good. Welcome. How, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing it. It's pretty early in the morning here, um, but I'm doing all right. <laughs> Actually, what time it is over there? Well, it's, I say it's pretty early, but it's like nine, it's, it's early 9 a.m. So it's all right. It it's is early. Yeah. Cause yeah. you, you're actually connecting from Texas, right? Yes. Yes. I right. am. Austin. Austin. Okay. Okay. So what's, what's the situation like over there right now? Like uh, in terms of COVID and stuff? Yeah. Um, so it's, it's kind of different everywhere, but like here in Austin, um, you know, we're, we're safe. We're not like the rest of Texas. Texas is very red and conservative and, um, but Austin is, is what it's like a safe haven. It's, it's different from the rest of Texas. So, um, a lot more people like wear a mask here and, you know, they want to follow COVID protocols and things like that. And, you know, but the rest of Texas is like, all right, we're going to do what we want to do and you know COVID's fake and all of that so our our cases are are actually just now starting to go down I think we've we've had like three or four days in a row where they're down and you know hospitals are getting a little bit more relief but it's still it's still a little bit of a mess um for sure but we're getting the vaccine and so that conversation is coming up about you know who's getting the vaccine and things like that so um, but like I work from home, like we stay in the house exactly. for the most part. So, um, if we don't really have to go anywhere and do anything, we don't. Um, but you know, if we do, then we're safe and we social distance and the restaurants and stuff for the most part are, are really trying to, to work on that and make sure mm-hmm. that, you know, everyone's being safe, but you know, they have to kind of be open at the moment. You know, they're not really yeah. getting a lot of yeah, you know. that sounds like you're actually like living, uh, like in a better in a better way now. And Rick, I mean, oh, yeah. yeah, because in London it's still a little, little crazy. In the UK, and not just in London, of mm-hmm. course. So we're still this crazy uh, thing going on. We don't know. We don't know yet. We don't know. But um, yeah, <laughs> um, do you, yeah. Well, like, and it's a. I think it's a little bit better now because you know we have the the vaccine, and so. Yeah. You know, I know like some healthcare workers and um, yeah. teachers, because I used to be a teacher. So a lot of my teacher friends are getting it. Mm-hmm. And so, because, you know, kids are in school and they're in school and that's a whole mess in and of itself. But um, so, yeah, I think I think it's it's starting to ease up a little bit, but I don't think it's, you know, we're near what, you know, other where other countries Going may be back to normal. It's yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Still, yeah. 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 Even, even though some people are definitely just trying to go back to normal, but it's like, nope. Nope. Still pandemic. Let's not do that. So that's what I'm saying. Like I, for the most part, like to stay in, in Austin because the rest of Texas is like, you go anywhere and they're like, there's no mask. They're yeah. just living life. Like there's, you know, just, nothing out here. Like we're not in a pandemic. So yeah. 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 Interesting. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm really curious about how, like, because I know that Texas in particular is one of those American states that are really strict around, you know, LGBTQ plus rights, and they're like, you know, there's a lot of a lot going on. And I was actually curious about 
you know, like uh, for you to share with me and with us, um, how is it really like over there, especially for, you know, gay people, uh, people of color and, you know, like it's, I know it's pretty hard, but what is going on over there right now? Like there's like, like a light and, you know, at the end of the tunnel, like you can see that something is changing or? Um, the prior four years that we had with Trump, it was like, you know, what is actually going on because we'd made a lot of progress. Um, you know, just we were able to get married, but like recently they changed like the adoption rights again. So it makes it harder for LGBTQ people to adopt. Um, of course, you know, you have to deal with the, the racial aspect of it as well, because, you know, like, I don't know, Trump, I guess Trump gave people permission to say whatever it is that they want to say versus, you know, I think people would go home and say what they need to say behind closed doors, but that just like didn't happen anymore. Um, and so it's, it is different. So Austin, you don't really get a whole lot of that. There are certain parts, right, um, of Austin where it is still a little bit more conservative, um, but there's, people are not like in your face about it like the rest of Texas. So like my family lives in East Texas and that's like right in line, it's like Bible Belt, you know, like, so it's it's a lot of religion and um, um, that's, a, that's a big thing when it comes to, to LGBTQ. It's, you know, you're going to hell for this and it's not right. And then, you know, we, the trans people here are definitely not, not safe in, in some aspects. And so, it's, you know, Austin's better. It's not the best. Um, I wouldn't say that I like fear anything right now, but I will say I am a little bit more high alert, you know, being a, a black, a black queer woman, like I am on high alert when I go out, especially now, like in the last four years, because people were, people would say anything and you, yeah. you never know what they would, what they would do. Um, and so, you know, we don't really travel outside of Austin too, too much unless, you know, I'm going back to see my family. But even then it's like, I say it in my family bubble and I don't really go anywhere. Um, and so I think there's a little bit of a transition with, with Biden, but there's, there's still this, you know, the, the people that supported Trump, they're still on high alert oh, and they're yeah. like, yeah. he's going to be our president again. I'm like, bro, he lost. And so, yeah. you know, I know Biden's doing a lot, um, um, you know, having with you know Pete Buttigieg like and his cabinet and yes. yeah, his 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 people are really diverse, and so I think that helps, and I love that aspect of it because I think it's now showing that the people and the government actually look like us, right? So I think that's helping, but there's still this period of, of, of tension and you just don't know what, what people are gonna do. Well, I think um, there will probably, of course, it needs time. It's not like it's yeah. happening overnight, of course, especially because other people, the people who does not approve, support or whatever, they're just like Trump supporters and stuff mm -hmm. and like still hyped up with, you know what was going on uh, in the capital yeah. and you know like they still think that trump is you know deserving that that play yeah. so that it will be i think it will be easier um as, you know going ahead going forward but yeah. it will probably take some time but anyway so you told me that um you, you, you're engaged, right? When is the big day? I am. I am. Well, we were going to um, get married in September of this year, but we're going to push it back to 
2022 just because we want to make sure COVID's gone because we want it to be fun and so we don't want people to have to worry about it or not be able to like interact and so we're gonna we're gonna push it back a year so we haven't quite set the date for the the next year but but yeah it's it's pretty exciting it is pretty exciting we actually were long distance and then COVID happened and hit and so um she moved here to um Texas because originally the plan was I was going to move to Vegas. Because she's from there. Okay, okay. So how did you guys meet? Since you're a relationship coach, we want to know something about, you know, like how you really manifested your your partner, your fiance, and you know, how how does he actually work? Like I know a little bit about also like manifestation and stuff, you know, like attracting things and and people, but we want to hear it from you because you are the expert here. So (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) so we have actually known each other for like eight years Mm -hmm. and so um we had always been friends and been in touch uh over the years um but it was still just like oh we're friends you know like hey how are you every now and then but like you know watch each other on Facebook Instagram that kind of thing um and then I went through this like pretty terrible breakup um we were actually engaged and had a house and all of that and so I we broke up I moved out of there moved in with my friend and I really took some time to myself like I was like I'm not I'm not gonna date I'm not gonna do anything I'm really gonna focus on myself um I was teaching at the time um and so I was like I'm just gonna you know teach and coach and enjoy you know my softball girls and all of that Um, and really did some work on myself, like looking at what it is that I wanted. And what I did during that time was I designed the relationship that I want, not the person. A lot of people want to say, oh, I want this person. I want them to look this way and that, and I want them to be funny and I want them to be that. And so they try to design a person and, um, they don't look at the type of relationship that they want. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, and that's a big difference, right? When you're just trying to focus on, on one person, you limit yourself on who can actually come into your reality and and it it begins to look like this tunnel like it has to look a certain way this person has to look a certain way and so what I did I just created the the relationship I wanted it to be you know adventurous and nurturing and supportive and you know we would travel and we would you know all of the things that I knew that I didn't want that I got that it didn't want from the previous relationships and um, got down to my requirements. Um, most people call them deal breakers and really realized like, these are the things that I need inside of a relationship. And so I did some work on that and then I kind of tucked it away and then I just enjoyed life. Yes. And um, <laughs> it's actually funny because we've known each other for so long and there was a, a post that she made on Instagram and I was like, Hmm, like all of a sudden she showed up differently, which is key, which is why like, it's so, so key because we get so focused on who people in our life should look like. They're this person, they're just a friend or they're this or dating has to look this particular way. And when I let go of what I thought it should look like, who the person I, you know, needed, you know, who, who I thought they were supposed to be, you know, she actually showed up differently for me. And so, (laughs) yeah, she made that post and I was like, I did the whole like slide in your DM kind of thing. Um, and, um, and it was great because apparently she had like been crushing on me for 
some years. And so um, I said something like, yes, I see you like inside it out. And it was just like, it was, it was weird. And she just immediately was like, are you single? And I was like, yes. And so we just started talking from there. And um, yeah, it's, it's really great. So as far as like the manifesting part, the, the thing that I was able to do was kind of let go all the expectations of who I thought the person should be. Um, you know, I used to be, um, this person where I'm, I'm fun and I'm rowdy. And so I thought I needed someone to calm me down and like balance me out and be a little bit more introverted. And then I realized that was really boring. Like I, like I didn't need that and I didn't want that. And that didn't work for me. And I tried it a couple of times because I was like, I, I don't, I like, cause I had this whole can, um, misconception about I don't want to be my dad and he's just a you know out of control kind of person so I was like let me find someone that is different from me and it just it it doesn't work like it didn't work that way and so I wrote down what I wanted the relationship to look like I put it away and then I opened myself up to kind of all possibilities mm-hmm. and yeah she showed up so yeah I guess that actually like what happened it was actually like it's not like she she changed but you changed the way you were looking at things and yes. you know like so that you actually saw that post and it was like a, your with your new eyes you know like yes. you like saw something different so yeah it's amazing yeah absolutely yeah it wasn't like a oh cool my friend's doing really good it was like she looks good like she <laughs> looks good <laughs> You just saw her under another light. Under another yes, light. Yeah. yes. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Well, um, anyway, so tell me a little bit about what, 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 so you're a coach. So what do you, what do you actually do? How you help people? Like if you, like someone comes to you and, and someone queer, of course, because that's, that's who we help. We both help. Yep. Um, it comes, so let's say she comes to you and yep. She's like, Kira, I just cannot find anyone. What, 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 would, what would the first advice be? Like, what would you, how would you approach something like that? Very, that it's very general at, at the beginning of the stage, of course, but. Yeah. So it's where I always start is what people believe about dating, about relationships and about themselves. So like we all have some type of belief that that runs our life. So if someone comes to me and they're like, oh, I'm doing all of these things and it's not working. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, what's your belief behind like dating? And they're like, oh, dating is really hard. And I'm like, okay, cool. If you have this belief that dating is really hard, that's how it's going to show up. That's why dating is hard. That's why you can't find someone and all of that. Right. And then we kind of tap into, you know, the belief that they have about themselves, because a lot of people go out into the dating world and they don't know themselves to be whole, perfect and complete as they are. They don't know themselves to be deserving of, you know, everything that they desire and the type of relationship that they're actually looking for. And so they're actually, they're out here just accepting anybody and everybody, even though it doesn't align, they're ignoring red flags, things like that. So the first place I, I really start is I get into the, the belief and we deal with that. Um, we deal with the belief that's, that's going on because that's, that's affecting how they're being inside of dating. And 
dating is a combination of doing and being. Mm-hmm. And we do all the time. We're right. on dating apps, we're swiping, we're, we're, we're doing all of the things, but then we're being a particular way and it's affecting the actions that we're actually taking. So that's where, that's where I start. And then I start to teach people how to date. So, you know, they're on dating apps, we look at their dating profiles and we revamp their profile in a way that it shows up like some, like, like it's aligned with who they are. Like a lot of people say, oh, I'm an adventurous person, but they have no pictures and they have nothing in their bio besides I'm adventurous. That actually shows that there's this, that they're this type of person. Um, We talk about, you know, their requirements and we nail them down and we nail them down to the point to where they will say no to anyone. Mm. Like, Queen B Rihanna herself could walk through the door. And if she does not line up with a requirement, they'll know themselves so much, they'll have the confidence to say no to her. And so, but that's because we've dealt with a belief first. And so, yeah, we talk about, you know, requirements. We'll talk about the the sorting and screening phase and the attraction and then where they're actually attracting people. Um, because people want to stay in this kind of general area of dating apps, but yeah. it's like you want to hit in on your passions and your interests because you're more likely to find someone that um, that you enjoy and that you'll end up being in a relationship with because you have the same interests and you have the same yeah. passion. You can actually share things. Together. Yeah, you share something besides, oh, the fact that you're both single, which is the only thing that you're getting on yeah. dating apps. And so there's, there's definitely a, a whole process to it, mm-hmm. but the digging in on the beliefs is... Um, is key. It really is because that's where that's where people discover themselves. That's where they discover who they are. And once they do that, they ha- they have the confidence to actually go out there and date and they have the confidence to say yes, yes to you, no to her, like, you know, that kind of stuff. And right now a lot of people don't have that. Yeah. That's actually how we were talking about this earlier um between us like when I actually Uh, dig into it and realize that I actually I I was like my mindset was I like guys and then I would just keep telling myself that but when I actually found out what it was the reality that I actually like girls I just like everything switched for me and after seven years I found love so that's that's yeah absolutely absolutely so what is that was my actually my my next question for you um what do you think, really think about dating apps? Like it's, it's kind of like wooing relationships or, or do you think mm-hmm. that it's actually helpful because, you know, there's like some sort of, you know, battle between the things. Like yeah. I'm all very old school. Like I would rather like approach someone or being approached by someone, but I have Same. to be honest, I found my girlfriend on the app now. So. <laughs> Yes. Look, I, I, I have some mixed emotions again to uh, around the apps because I was not, um, I, I think I've been on a dating app a total of maybe two weeks my whole life, probably not even that, like my whole like single life um, and probably not even that long. But um, I think it's possible to find someone on um, a dating app. Um, the issue then, it still comes back to how to date. Um, I think you and I maybe because I feel like we're in the same kind of generation. I feel like we have a little bit more of an advantage because we're used to going out and communicating with someone. We're used to going yeah. out and approaching someone. We're used to doing that. Whereas, you know, 
um, most people have not had that experience as much as maybe you and I have because they have only known dating apps. And so I think you have to understand which dating app works for you, you know, because a lot of people will be on Bumble um, or her or Tammy or, or it is and um and it might not work like her may be really great for people that want to not only find friends but also um but also find someone and they have the community space and they have the events um some people want kind of more the social media aspect of it which is what tammy brings right um because they have kind of combined snapchat and and facebook and instagram and kind of put it all together and now you can randomly go live and so that has a little bit more social media aspect to it so it's knowing yourself testing out a few of the apps and then designing your profile in a way to where people will actually ask you questions um and a lot of us don't don't do that um and i we don't take the time on our profile on on our actual profile because we just focus on the pictures (laughs) because most people will choose who they're swiping on on based on the pictures and so one to be effective you actually have to go into the profile put in work on your profile and read other people's profiles right Um, And we don't do that. Um, The biggest issue I think with dating apps is the FOMO, right? Mm -hmm. Because you'll match with someone and then it's just like a game, right? And you get addicted to swiping and then you're here swiping and then you find somebody else and you're like, oh, but I want to go talk to this person now. (laughs) So let me ghost ghost this person over here. Um, And then you get back on and you're swiping and you're like, you've been talking to this person. They're really great. But you also just met this person over here. And it's like, this is where knowing what you want really comes into play. You know, so I think dating apps can work. Um, I wouldn't solely rely on them, though. You know, I I think that's what we're doing. We're relying on them so much. And I get in the time of COVID and quarantine, you might we might have to do that a little a little bit more. But I also think like meetup groups are are really great because you can pick them based on your passion. Absolutely. And your interest. Absolutely. and uh, so, yeah, I think it's possible to work and <laughs> you, have to just, you have to be effective. You, you also still have to know like, like who you are. I think the fact that you spent, you know, seven, seven years uh, single and then I don't know if you were on dating apps or not on dating apps at yeah, that time. I tried, I tried, but still I was looking for the, for the wrong gender. So that's right. <laughs> Um, but then, you know, you, you kind of sat with it, did some work, had a discovery and then boom, you found, you know, you, you found your girlfriend on an app. And so it's great. I am curious, which app did, did y'all meet on? On uh, her. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. 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 I was actually like, I was, when I met her, I was actually talking to her and to other girls. So what happened was, okay, I'm just gonna, you know, talk to these people and see what's happening. And Mm then for you know for well my girlfriend's got lucky so I guess because the other two women <laughs> the other two women stopped talking to me and because I come from a background of being ghosted a lot 
by mm -hmm. men in the past. Mm -hmm. um, I kind of take that very seriously. So if I see like right away, I have that feeling of, oh my gosh, this person is going to ghost me. Then I'm just yeah. gonna like live it like it is, you know, like I'm not stressing about it anymore. But but then my my girlfriend, she's just, we just kept, you know, talking to each other. And next thing I knew, I was like a week later, I, I was on a, on a flight to, to London again. and. And to see her, so, and, yeah, we, and we, we actually never been apart since then. So since I love it, <laughs> yeah, like and that. Uh, here's the thing: we have such an issue with ghosting. I think the the aspect of there's so much karma surrounded around ghosting. I'm like, you can't want to date someone and have a healthy, effective relationship and with open communication because that's what everyone says. But yeah. then like you're like ghosting people and like dating apps. It's like that's not that's not open communication, right? <laughs> that like, and I just feel like like. It, like just just tell the person like whatever it is right and that helps that helps you recognize that okay it's it's not this it's it's not gonna work whatever then you know i'm gonna move on we got our instructions as well we know what's going on we got our yeah. get our guts so yeah and um i think we don't give people the benefit of the doubt that they'll actually be able to accept it um, or we don't want to have to face the failure and rejection or if someone gets upset or whatever. And so we just ghost people. And I'm like, that's, <laughs> that's that doesn't actually lead you in, into the path of, of a healthy relationship. And so, um, so yeah, I, I like that. I think that's, I think that's awesome. Um, you know, again, it comes back to how do you date? Like, you know, you and your girlfriend were able to actually talk and some people, they're like, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do on a dating app. But I think it's also we're trying to be someone else where we yes. don't know enough about ourselves um, because I have no issue talking to people. I have no issue messaging anyone. I mean, clearly <laughs> with my fiance, I was like, hey, what's hey. up? You know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I and, and I've but I've been like that before. So, yeah, we have to we have to you have to know yourself enough to to find a way to show up in someone's DM as who you are, whether that's funny or, you know, caring, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and just like, and really take it full force. So I, I think it's, it's great that, that you two met on an app and it shows people that it's possible, but- yeah, exactly. It's There's one, some work those, you gotta do. one of those win-win stories. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's what I'm saying. There's a range. I mean, I know I, I, I did a, um, a, an event with her, um, with these two women that met and they met at like the movie night event that her does, uh, they, they do on Wednesdays. And I'm like, that's so cool. Like, that's really great. And, and so it's, it's so possible, but you have to not have FOMO. You have to know what you want um, and be willing to um, engage in conversations with multiple people until one really stands out and catches your eye and you're like, that's the one. Absolutely. From a point, like a business point of view, so what I do basically, it's actually, it works the same way. So you yeah. know, you know, you need to know who you're working with. You need yep. to know where you want to go, what you want to offer. You need to talk to people and interact. So it's basically the same, like the same 
stuff. You really need to, um, you know, be out there and just, yeah. yeah, and I absolutely agree with the mindset. I think that that's the first thing that you have to take care of. Mm-hmm. If you want to open a business or if you want to have a yep. new relationship, you just need to change what's in here, what's inside your head. So that, yeah, you, yeah, absolutely. I, I'm actually glad that you brought up the, the business part because um, the thing that I noticed in relationships is relationships are the only areas of our life where people tell us to wait, especially mm-hmm. as like, you know, queer women, right? Yes. We're, we're told to wait. If you just don't think about it, the right person will come along. If you just don't, you know, you don't have to do all this work and the right person will come along. But like, if you want to start a business or you want to get a promotion or you want to do this, okay. people are like, go for it. Do what you have to do. Do this thing, do Ooh. this. And, and I'm like, why is a relationship any different? Like relationships are the most important area of our life, but we're the least prepared for it. And we, we put in the least action around it, like positive action around it. Like, like if you want a new job, you're going to take the time to like put, fill out a resume, redo your resume, revamp it. But like some of us are so rocking with the same dating app from like, or the same dating profile from like five years ago but it's like you've evolved as a person in the last Plus, five years you didn't find anyone not yet you know or maybe you should consider like yes <laughs> yeah but what we do we go uh the dating app doesn't work yes. we just it. and it's like no you had the same profile for the last five years <laughs> let's change it absolutely yeah but we have this this whole thing around like relationships and you can't go after it and you can't do this you can you can actively date you can actively do these things and work on it um you don't have to be obsessive about it but it's like the same thing if you want to open a business or like get a new job like there's actions and things that you do and you work on your mindset you really do like you have to have a revamp your mindset when you start a business yes you know So I, I'm so glad you brought that up because I make that connection all the time and people are like, well, I just don't want to, I don't want to chase love. And I'm like, oh Lord. (laughs) (laughs) That's so old. (laughs) It it is. It's so old. It's like, you're, you're never going to get anywhere with that. You're really not. Like someone is going to knock on your door, you know, like all of a sudden and be like, hello you know yeah yeah I mean I definitely did that with you know my my fiance prior to after I made my list of what I wanted a relationship to look like I you know I like sat down I said a prayer and I was like all right God I was like you know I may not be the best at picking someone for myself so I'm gonna be out here if she shows up please make it painfully obvious so I don't miss it but I still did some work I just still did the work on myself and I still created what I want the relationship to look like and you know when I was like hey you know drop her on my doorstep like she literally flew into Texas and was like she like showed me was she was like I did a thing and I'm coming to Texas and so I was like oh I see what she did there knocked on your door yes yes literally (laughs) literally but I wasn't like waiting around for it you know and I think that's the that's the the difference some people are just waiting just waiting and um you can't do that no no that's great anyway so tell us tell everybody where they can find you if you have something new coming up yeah. Um, so of course you can find me on Instagram and TikTok um, at Kita Adams Coaching. 
Um, I have a website too, uh, keytoadams.com. Um, and then if you are on my website, you click on the link, I have a community. Um, it's called Lesby Family. And um, it's just a community of queer women. We come together. You know, I felt like community was so important during this time of yes. COVID and in quarantine and all of that. So I created this community specifically for queer women because we don't have a lot of those spaces just for us. And so, yeah. um, you know, we meet every other Wednesday. I call them family meetings and uh, and we have fun and there's a singles uh, space in there and a couple space in there. And, you know, so we talk about dating and relationships. So it's a really cool way of, you know, if you either can't afford coaching with me or don't know what it is and just kind of want to kind of test it out or just connect with with other other people this is a really cool space for that and there's a link in my bio on my instagram and on my website and on my tiktok for that so it's a really cool space i'm gonna make sure to post all the links in the description of the podcast so they know how to reach out to you perfect all right then well, it's time to say goodbye for now at least and thank you so much for being with us today it's been amazing and you know like really eye-opening as well i must say <laughs> yeah thank you so much for having me thank you all right guys i'll see you next time bye bye